the something. Oh, yeah, it's the Raw Wrap-Up, guys. What's up? It's Mike Sorg, at Sorgatron on the Twitter, live from the Mayhem Studios, doing the Google Hangout from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, as part of the WrestlingMayhemShow.com, brought to you in part by our friends at PittsburghWrestling.com. Go check out some great, great stuff uh, from IWC, including guys. Hey, uh, apparently we'll have a DVD in several months with a guy that was on tonight, Kevin Nash, who's going to be joining us in Meadville at IWC's uh, uh, Night of Superstars. Uh, in April, IWCWrestling.com for info on that. But with me, let me introduce my Raw Wrap-Up Live panel tonight. Of course, from Poughkeepsie, New York, is Mad Mike at Mad Mike 483 on the Twitters. How you doing tonight, sir? Raw remembered how to do a go-home show. That's a reunion. We brought, we brought back the, the, the writers that know how to write things. I assume it's all Paul Heyman. Yeah, that's probably true, too. That's probably true, too. Here, hold this script, Paul. Uh, also with us, also from Pittsburgh, PA, he's uh, the friend in the mainstream media and also proprietor of MainstreamMatt1T.blogspot.com. Great write-ups over there. It's Matt Carlins. How you doing, man? I'm super-duper, and don't forget, at Ascension Quotes, the Ascension actually gave me a quote tonight. I forget what tonight. it is, though. Wait, let me find it. I forgot what it was. <laughs> Introduce Bobby. <laughs> also with us from Johnstown, PA, is Bobby FJ Town on the Twitters. Hi, everybody. I'm excited about Royal Rumble. Hi, hi. You know, it was so funny, and we got to get this out of the way, and I want to talk a little bit more about this probably tomorrow when we get to Indie Mayhem Show um, on WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Um, we had a Raw alternative happening at the same time, which was a live stream. Smartmark was putting on a lot of great stuff in Smash Wrestling, absolute intense wrestling we love up in Cleveland, um, and, of course, our own Eamon, was on the it was represented on commentary on the Inspire Pro match contributed to that, which I thought was a great initiative. But man, it's like they programmed against it. Um, we they had... ran into a buzzsaw tonight. But <laughs> I will say, for their part, um, at least when I was checking the Raw Alternative YouTube feed, was doing a, a pretty solid 1,100 to 1,200 live viewers. That is pretty good. Hey, Raw Alternative accomplished what I wanted it to to do tonight. Me and Yim knows I exist by proxy. Favorite of the tweet I was mentioned in. Well, there you go. There you go. But of course, Raw tonight, like we said, pretty amazing. The best Raw that had minimal wrestling. I've had in long, a long it's, time. It was the on-ramp to the road oh, to WrestleMania. It's it is. It's the on-ramp. Um, it's it the the, uh, the interchange. Um, We're just waiting to merge into Sunday. That's what's going right. on right now. That's right. Got to pay that toll. Uh, your nine ninety nine. Ah, nice. And then we'll be moving into the fast lane in February. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I hope w that actually meant WWE Network got the rights to the Bill Bellamy. Uh, and Tiffany Amber Thiessen vehicle, uh, vehicle sick or not sitcom, but show. What it is is they had that trademark sitting around from the John Cena iOS racing game that <laughs> nobody plays Never anymore, happened. and they're like, "Let's make it a pay per view," you know, you know. Uh, somebody left the elimination chamber out in the rain and it's rusted, and they can't use it anymore. Anyways, um, so <laughs> Raw tonight it was the Raw reunion. Let's talk. Let's let's touch on that first. Um, in I think this is the most significant gathering of people because when's the last time you did have just about every significant member of uh, the initial NWO and the Click and Degeneration X? Yes, I know there's a lot of crossover there, and they got to do stuff. Um, you had the bonus of the APA. Um, of course, New Age Outlaws were added on at the last minute, 
you know. Um, I gotta say, APA got the biggest pop though. Oh, oh, certainly. Well, but how many times have these other guys come back, at least in part, right? Yeah. Uh, APA, when's the last time you saw APA, especially JBL sitting out there being JBL, not Bradshaw, right? Um, I, I think that was the greatest. That was the biggest surprise. And shows, mm-hmm. and that shows, you know. Um, but I thought it was a really cool moment. Even the stuff they did in the back with Sandow as X-Pac, uh, was a lot of fun, and that's what Raw is about. And yes, they play the nostalgia a lot, but it was a lot of fun. If you if you experience uh, even back as early as the '90s, and, and I know, and it's really kind of eye opening. A lot of the conversations we have on any Mayhem show, a lot of these guys, they're like, "Well, yeah, I started watching uh, Attitude Era," you know. Like, that's when they started. That's their Hulk Hogan moment for a lot of these guys. So they're still popping, maybe for tonight. You know that that's. You know, anybody younger, of, of course, not going to get a lot of this stuff. So, I found my ascension quote for <laughs> that they gave me. We were born and bred to rip and shred. Mm-hmm. Yes, more of I, that. Isn't more that, of that dialogue, ascension? Isn't that dialogue from No Holds Barred? I don't care where they're getting it from. That was a solid, <laughs> solid turn oh, tonight. I, I'm okay with a tag team that just does uh, No Holds Barred quotes or just any bad Hulk Hogan film. Give me some Suburban Commando. Want, give me some Mr. Nanny. Uh, that's fine. I want him to come out and just go dookie one time into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, we did get a lot. I, I, I'm loving the I'm loving the interactions uh, just for our title match with Authority versus Brock Lesnar versus John Cena. You know, I, I'm I, I'm loving. You know, it's a three way, and it feels like a three way. It's not just a glorified handicap match against Cena. Right, and and there's like a faction, like authorities, a faction, guys. Like this is our corporate ministry of this age, and not as good as back then, but I think it's significant, and and it's been for a long time, and and you know, I I I, I was sad when they left in Survivor Series, and I'm happy they're back. This is the most options I've felt we've had going into a Royal Rumble for a very long time. Yeah, because I don't like either any of the three men could legitimately win the title match. Legitimately, this Cena, Rollins, Lesnar, legitimately could win. This year's Rumble is Baskin Robbins minus one. <laughs> yes, thirty flavors. Thirty flavors. Well, may, all right. No, let's be fair. Adam Rose isn't winning, so twenty-nine flavors. <laughs> but like the Rumble, at least has. Four or five guys, like that, are legitimate contenders, and there's a couple that could be surprises coming out of nowhere too. So it's it's gonna be an exciting rumble, I think. And I I love the undercard matches we got booked tonight. That's gonna be fun. Lots of tag matches for the undercard. Yeah, but that's how the rumble should be because most of those guys are gonna be in the rumble match, so you give them a lighter. A lighter load to work. Nobody with. does double duty at the Rumble, Mike. Did you learn nothing from last year's Rumble when everyone was waiting for Daniel Bryan to come out and he didn't come out? Why? Because he already had a match earlier in the night. Um, they've they've already said that some people are going to be doing double duty. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I feel, and I actually feel like somebody did double duty last year too. I can't yeah. remember who. Uh, probably somebody from the they, pre-show. Once like they show golden people. Stardust or Gold. Yeah, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. 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 Because they probably had the pre-show, and actually, yeah. I think they did have pre-show because I think they took on uh, New Age Outlaws. So, yep. Um, and by the way, it worked out just fine for them, Internet, 
it's going to be okay for the Ascension, too. Right. People exactly. are very worried about the Ascension. <laughs> oh, they got squashed. They aren't, they this, haven't is, been... this is a trick. This is a trick on the WWE's part to make us love the Ascension. They are tricking us. It is, it is and it is, and it worked. And they, you know, we're like, oh, JBL's burying these guys. What's up oh, with this? And, so and, and, and what's with the Ascension? Explode? You and, guys remember yeah, when the Shield fought the New Age Outlaws? Boy, that really buried them. That, that really did. That did it. it yeah, it, it's getting this out of everybody thinking they have. They know the internet speak. They think they know what's going on behind the scenes. It really just shows you they have no clue whatsoever what's actually happening. Sit back, enjoy the ride. Um, you know, you can critique and such, but I think for general fans, that's for your Justin Labars and your Mark Madden's to do. Um, but you know, if you're if you're sitting back and like, we enjoyed that, right? Um, and we're some of the most critical fans of wrestling here amongst this crew, and I think we're having a lot of fun with it. And so. plus, once the Ascension beats them, they can say we beat the New Age Outlaws. Here's where Raw fails. Raw fails when I'm bored. It, it, and I don't know if it's because I had this and I'm simulcasting on my iPad the raw alternative stuff, uh, talking with you guys. I, I think we had a lot of great discussions on the Hangout, the private Hangout that we do every Monday. Um, but it was when I'm sitting there, and no, it's no Wrestle Kingdom 9 or anything like that, that you're going four hours and it feels like it was nothing. Um, but sometimes when I look up, it's like, wow, and this happened. This has happened in recent weeks too. When I look up and it's like, wow, it's almost 11 already, you know. And I don't know if it's something I'm doing or, or what, but when when it passes like nothing like that, that's my kind of, like, you just really made three hours fly by like that? That's good pacing, right? Um, but at the same time, they can't do that every week. No, they can't. And, and, yeah. and it's a lot of pressure to be able to do that. But but they need to live up to it if they're going to be in the spot like this. And plus, I think they're getting a lot of pressure because uh, I guess the ratings have been down. Um, in, in recent weeks too, but they've also had a lot of challenges too against like championship games and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Got them, um, you know, and, and you never know. Uh, but but it was a lot of fun. And the matches we had tonight, we had Daniel Bryan Wyatt's. Um, like it looked like it was pretty good. Three segments. Uh, there was a comment, Mike. Maybe you put this on Twitter. Correct me. Um, but but it was something about you know, hey, the writers three hours is a lot of time to fill. Throwing Daniel Bryan and Wyatt, Wyatt out there just to, just so you don't have to write for three segments, please do that every time. Well, no, I, I that wasn't me, but that's the formula they use a lot, like last year and the year before that. If right. you want a long match, throw we Daniel did. Bryan out there. Well, and we've had the same thing with our Dean Ambroses and our Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan's and uh, what before CM Punk's. You know how many three, two, three segment. Uh, matches we get with these guys, right? Sometimes they'll be like, oh, it's just Seamus punching people, you know? Um, and, and, and I think they're doing a really good job of mixing up, uh, because I, I've been very avidly watching SmackDown pretty consistently here for probably at least six months, if not longer. And and they've really worn out of that line of, I saw this Friday, you know? Or there's at least a mix on it. It's like, well, at least it's a tag match or something like that. But it doesn't feel like I'm not sitting there saying, why did I even watch Friday? And mm -hmm. granted, now, especially this week, and I'm not even counting this week, I'm talking even leading up to this in the past couple months, um, we have, they're going to bump it up because they moved to a new night. They're going to make it feel like an A show for a little bit until they and don't. especially anymore. if they're not going to be filming main event for a while. Exactly, which is something I learned from you here tonight, that main event might be on the outs for a little bit. Uh, if yeah, not, because they lost the contract for the overseas, so... That's no. why they we're getting, guys. We're getting a rumble lottery drawing. When was the last time <laughs> we had this? And, and I love when they pull out creative things like that on on, on network. Like when we had like the out of nowhere. Hey, here's the best of Vicky Guerrero. What? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, after she left. By the way, great. Hall of Fame. I'm calling it. Her? Oh, yeah, she, absolutely she should be. No, absolutely. this year. This year I'm calling it. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I think that'd be absolutely fantastic. Because, I mean, as as a man, she, I mean, she's, I want to say, yeah, yeah, you know, as she far as Amigos on TV, she's as influential as, as Eddie in different ways. She was there longer than Eddie was. That's true, too. That's true, too. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say she's a Bobby Heenan or anything like that, but but very, very big. big I mean, Taylor, um, honestly, should I'd be I'd say apart too. from Paul Heyman, she was the best manager of the modern era. Apart we from were, Paul Heyman. We were at a, um, a Raw years ago that was overall kind of a dud. It was back at the old Civic Arena here in Pittsburgh. But I think on one night, they just pulled Vicky Guerrero out of mothballs for no good reason, paired her up with Edge. And the crowd booed her so loudly, you could not hear what she was saying. This was for the entire promo, Sorg. I literally heard nothing Vicky Guerrero said. That's how great she was. Oh, the venom. That's what I love. But we're getting on topic of Raw tonight. We can get into something like that on uh, on Wrestling Mayhem Show uh, proper on, on Tuesdays. Um... What well, geez, uh, uh, ladies match tonight I thought was tremendous. Um, I'm loving this Paige and Natty combination, both on Total Divas and in the ring together. <laughs> Let's be honest, and, it's and entertaining on both fronts. I appreciate that we have a Divas match at a pay per view where the title is not on the line and it's actually based upon a little bit of a story. Mm-hmm. Real good, real good. Um, I, and even watching the. Uh, Last night's episode of Total Divas this, this this evening, Mike. I noticed them sitting in the back and say, "Wow, look what's happening! We got two Divas matches on Raw." And I remember I'm looking at, it, I see the the pink ropes and everything. And I remember about that same time, it was, it was October, I believe. We're saying, "Wow, they're, they're like they're saying exactly what we said too." You know? Well, yeah, because it's like one for the di- form for the Divas title, and then one to either further the Bellas feud or further another feud. Like they or, or say, like, "Hey, these guys are in Total Divas. Check it out," you know, or something like that. True. Which but, is smart. I mean, but still, it's a reason, but they get featured. And the bottom line, they get featured, and that's great. So, um, Also tonight, like I said, well, John Cena, we had Sting, the first... Sting? Guys, Sting. first time on Monday Night Raw, we had Sting in the flesh walk out on a ramp. Mm-hmm. That jacket was awesome. <laughs> It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. I love when they first brought it up. It's like, it's a picture of Sting. Oh, my God, he's actually here. <laughs> he walked, and you see him wash through, walk through the curtain. I grew up, which he walked through the wrong part. There's a reason the tape's there in the middle, Sting. I don't know how you did things in WCW. I know TNA was probably just a whatever. But. He, doesn't know, he doesn't know how to navigate a properly laid out backstage area in that sort. Neither does Jericho, because they have <laughs> the arrow. Uh, <laughs> But, oh man, um, I, I just love like the, the it, it's so good because you don't get we we've had Sting like a total of two times and each time it's like oh my god <laughs> I can't I, I, try, I try to maintain my composure I try to be like things. it's just Sting it's just Sting but every time he comes on it's I just little I bits. freak out it's little bits. but that's yeah. exactly how he should be used yes yep. that's exact because it's supposed to be special this yep. Raw, it's like Brock Lesnar. It's like Brock Lesnar. Like when Brock said he was gonna come out and he wanted a fight, I thought we might actually see a fucking match. Yeah. And that yeah. would have blown my mind wide open. I mean, what we got was really damn good anyway. Him destroying the authority single handedly. <laughs> but but I, like I, I, oh yeah. 
when he went on that rampage at the end, oh my god, I, I'm waiting for him to. I, I, I keep getting. Oh my goodness, I had this Rock, sense. That, yeah, I, I had this sense that Triple H was going to be next tonight, but but it never ended up happening. I mean, aren't probably you kind of, best. You're kind of okay with the idea of Brock Lesnar just destroying everybody in that three way. <laughs> Yeah, when yeah. he hoisted up when he hoisted up Kane tonight, I was just like, oh. But by the way, you know, Brock is German suplexing both of them at the same time, right? Oh, it's gonna be. You know that's gonna happen. That's clear. Like Cena's gonna grab on like a waist lock on Rollins, and Brock's just gonna come in and say, "Nope," <laughs> lift both of them up over his head. I actually have an idea about what I think is gonna happen to Triple Threat. I think Heyman's gonna turn on Brock and join Seth Rollins. That's what I you think. Know, I I do get the sense that they're that Brock has been kind of subtly re- shifted back more towards the center. I mean, they definitely are making it okay to cheer for Brock again. Um, they, they're telling you basically, look, Brock is kind of a jerk, but Seth is really <laughs> a jerk. You know, <laughs> really. Heyman with Seth is just kind of like uh, you know. Well, it's because it's because of the type of heel they're playing, like. Brock is just playing the monster. Like, if Brock wants to come out and fight, Brock will come out and fight. Seth Rollins is the guy that weasels away and only takes advantage. Like, that's and that's perfect. That's the way they both should be portrayed. Oh man, but I don't know if they're gonna have Heyman turn on Brock again because he did that with the Big Show back in 2002. <laughs> so I don't think they're gonna do that again. But I mean, I mean, it kind of makes sense in a way because don't you need to have Something in place. If don't don't you want to keep Heyman around after Brock Lesnar leaves WWE to go back to do whatever he's going to do? You want Heyman to stay. You need to pair him up with somebody. Oh yeah, I mean I can see Heyman with Rollins eventually, but I don't see him turning because then that just sets up like another CM Punk Ryback feud, and nobody wants that. You guys remember that Kofi Kingston stole Jack Swagger's shoe last year? (laughs) What? In the Rumble match? Oh jeez. It just happened. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, and by the way, that uh, kickoff match, the elimination tag, with New Day versus um, Team Brass Ring, apparently, <laughs> that's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be a lot of fun, because it's two teams that are actually working on, you know, tag team maneuvers. Right. Right. This could be our new, like, S.H.I.E.L.D., Wyatt's, Usos, craziness we had, Rhodes Brothers, craziness we had. New Day versus Who you got? Last year we got Wyatt's versus The S.H.I.E.L.D. This year we get the New Day versus Team Brass Ring. (laughs) Things are moving in a direction. It's a a new direction. Wait, that's something else. Anyways, guys. Thursday. Thursday, yeah, that's the direction, too. Um, the new guys, guys, <laughs> the wrestling landscape has changed in your watching and what you picked for the rest of the league. Anyways, <clears throat> raw wrap up. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know on Twitter at Mayhem Show. Please let us know in the comments too if you're watching us on the YouTube video. And also if you haven't yet, subscribe to us on Stitcher or um, iTunes for the audio versions of this. You can look up the raw wrap up on either of those or the Wrestling Mayhem Show soup. Feed to get everything wrestling that we're doing around here in the Mayhem Show banner. And like I said, please check out 
Um, our friends at PittsburghWrestling.com, the International Wrestling Cartel, uh, as well as the Renegade Wrestling Alliance, Vicious Outcast Wrestling. A lot of guys, look up some of those names on NXT, and some guys that are there that haven't popped up yet you'll be hearing from soon uh, are definitely in there, including, hey, there's Best of CM Punk in there, if you missed that guy. Some dude named Phil. I, I was watching last year... Uh, Weird aside, I was watching Netflix. Uh, they put a uh, season two of Marin on, and, and about three or four episodes in, I was like, "Oh, there's CM Punk! Look at that!" Uh, so, uh, so a little tip there. Also, Scorpion King four on Netflix already. Worth checking uh, out. Oh, yeah. and, and quick and quick shout out to um, your boy Corey Graves, who was on the Raw pre-show tonight. He's been last couple weeks, like three yeah. weeks now, I think. Good to see. Good to see. Also, friends of the show, uh, Shane Taylor, a Rosebud tonight. And Sammy Guevara, who has been with us in IWC and also has joined uh, NWA Inspire Pro in the past with our boy Eamon down there in Texas. Uh, so really good to see some faces there. Uh, we'll be out, they'll be up around Philly and everything, so uh, who knows who we'll see around then. He's going to have some wrestlers in Philly, I understand. And so. Mia Yim knows I exist. And Mia Yim knows that Bobby FG Town exist. This is going to be a feature. You guys got to start, one. you know, well, you got to start sending each other Instagrams cuz she's really big on the Instagram too. Yeah. So, well, I follow her. There you go. There's your girl. There's your girl. Blazing fever, man. The guys raw wrap up. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Matt Sorgeson for at Mainstream Matt. One T at Mad Mike 483 and at Bobby FJ Town. Uh, see you next time. Bye.